0: Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 60. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca from the Gotham Podcast Studios. And we're going to talk a little hip, a lot of hip hop today. You know, we did this at the end of 2018, uh-huh. talking about uh, our top hip hop albums of the year. But this is an episode I've actually wanted to do for quite some time. Because I have these conversations with people all the time where a lot of people have a lot of opinions around things in hip hop, things that they think they uh, they know, but they sometimes don't. Um, things that they think are really true.
1: I would say usually don't.
0: Usually don't. Right. Stories that are fabricated, things that are stretched out around things uh, regarding hip-hop. So... This this is all about unpopular hip hop opinions, right? Like a lot a lot of times, people have opinions, but they kind of they sometimes go against the grain of what everybody else thinks. Or you think somebody's wilding for this opinion, right? Like this these are things that actually occur. Brian's smiling because I think he's ready to like piss off people because no, he li- I, to I, quote I, Brian, I, Brian likes anarchy <laughs> besides beside loving violence. I believe that's a direct quote.
1: I. It is. That is it. I believe it is. Okay, I'll make sure I'm not messing it up. Surprised that I don't have that one on the soundboard. Yeah, I'm very surprised about that. Very surprised. I'm gonna have to go find that. But now you're gonna clip this and put this on the soundboard. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. But uh, what's it called? That. So, first of all, episode sixty. I would say that that's a bit of a milestone. Is so it? I think I think that we should congratulate ourselves for that. It's only sixty. Ah, I like your I like your uh, expectation level. It's only sixty. I like your expectation level. I agree. Yeah, I expect sixty more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I expect 600 more. How about yeah, that? I like that. All right. They, add, they, add another they, zero to they, that. They, there you go. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, you know, I know, 60s, 50 could be more milestone. Half right. to 100, no, but, hundreds uh, of milestones. Well,
1: people, 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 I mean, people, you know, uh, we were just talking about this with our engineer, Matt, actually, that podcasting is hard, harder than people understand. So to yes. get to get to get to a certain number, one of those numbers it's very difficult
0: yeah i'm not trying to downplay the 60 i'm just always grateful to be able to do another episode i guess right. that's kind of where my mind right. is. i'm always grateful anytime i could do another episode anytime we could do another great episode of gotham we're grateful man now grateful. now if you want
1: to talk about those numbers and we're gonna to get to that later not so good at sixty. <laughs> I'm and actually, we're talking about the numbers for the episode with yeah, the athletes. Speaking right, right. I'm actually looking forward to when we get a little bit higher up because yeah, there are it, a couple it, of seventies. I'm very excited. This is this is a rough time for picking a number <laughs> in terms of. An I told athlete you for well, the when we get to fifties, it's going to be a lot of Man. linebackers and relief pitchers. Lot, yeah. Now, really. now in the sixties, we're going to see a lot of offensive linemen, and I'm going to have to dig into the hockey. And we have a yeah. hockey player today. There, there, there. We go. All right, but. You Know is what it is 60th episode. Uh, unpopular hip hop opinions. Uh, as you can see, we are hip hop ready. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, Dexter has a Sean Price shirt that I've never seen before. I'm a big Sean Price fan, rest in peace. Uh, he was legitimately one of my favorite hip hop artists for a period of time, and I used to love his videos on Duck Down because he was just hilarious. i
0: you know, what's funny, and if people are gonna see me wearing this shirt. I am not like the biggest Sean Price fan, but. Um, I did a story a couple years ago, I was working for News 12, about in Brownsville, close to where Sean Price grew up, also not too far from where I had grown up, Mm. uh, this company, and I'm forgetting the guy's name, G, who designed the shirt, Um, but I went and did a story at the store, and they gave me the shirt, and I actually met Sean Price's um, widow. Um, who was there to talk to me about it um, and so it was a really dope shirt really dope design I've probably had this shirt for about two years but this is my
1: first time wearing it and also so, yeah and also on one of Sean Price's albums that he released before he unfortunately passed uh-huh. away Mike Tyson there is a song on there that features one Freddie Gibbs oh, <laughs> from 2013 man. that's uh-huh. right. That's well, I right. you <laughs> always have to come back to Freddie Gibbs? The song is called Remember Me. It's actually really good. Man. And I am also hip-hop ready because I have the J Dilla hoodie, Dilla's Donuts, a play on, obviously, Dunkin' Donuts, as you can see, the pink and the orange. Which will no longer be Dunkin' Donuts. It will just be Dunkin'. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I sh- about that. Yo, when, so when I was walking to the Palm, like on, I think it was by 50-something Street or whatever, but in that area, there is Dunkin' Donuts that just says Dunkin'. Yeah, I think they've already they're already done starting to make that move. Yeah, All right, just, that, that was just random, but it made me think about that. A little in flex of in going terms to the of the palm, but I didn't pay for that. That <laughs> was a thank you to the to the UFC. The UFC. <laughs> yes, Brian's supposed to take me out there for dinner uh, at some point. Oh, that's gonna that's, happen. That's that, what he that, said. That, we'll make that work at yeah. some
0: point. Yeah. Supposed <laughs> so to make that work. All <laughs> right, unpopular hip hop opinions. Um, we're gonna kick this off kind of like we did with the hip hop episode at the end of 2018. Just kind of going back and forth with. Uh, certain things that we have. You and We're us, just going to talk hip-hop. Some of these stuff you and I have spoken about. I know we've got them. I would say most. Some, most of these we've spoken about or shared our opinions on it. Some of these we will agree on. Some of these we will not agree on. Uh, and we know that what it is. But w- I guess I'll start off with you. is What's the one thing or opinion that somebody's had in hip-hop that kind of has had you like, what? Like, no, I don't agree with that. That you're kind of against on maybe what a lot of people feel.
1: There, There's a lot. I would say that there are some artists. Now I'm not gonna say like a, some somebody's opinion is wrong or whatever the case may be, but I just don't see what people, what certain people see in some artists. Like, uh, yeah. let me see, Young Doug is one that's interesting to me because a lot of people say like he's great, he's super talented, he's he's even lyrical and things like that. And when I listen to him, I don't really get that vibe um a lot of people think that astroworld should be album of the year candidate we didn't even mention him in our episode from before and i didn't think it was an album of the year worthy album i didn't think it was a bad album by any stretch mm-hmm. but you know things like that but i also get into you know i listen to more of a library of music than most other people whereas i had sky zoo on my list and i had joel ortiz on my list as is you I don't think a lot of other people you know had those albums on their list. I feel like a lot of people are just listening to the same twenty twenty five artists over and over, and these same sort of mainstream ish artists or these popular artists who are known on social media, and they're not quite you know listening to the actual artists who are really, really, really nice, like Sky Zoo who apparently is going to drop an album with Pete Rock. Yeah, we found that out right before we recorded this, yeah. which we're like, that's dope. That's, yeah, that's exciting. We got to bring Sky Zoo back in here to talk about that. And then, yeah, it's just artists like that. Cardi B getting album of the year from a lot of people. And her, I like, don't get me wrong. I don't think that Cardi B's whack by any stretch, but I don't think she's as nice as people are making it out to be. This, just things like that. Meek Mill's album, where a lot of people say it was his best album, and it might have been, but to me... There was there were very good songs on that album, but there are also a lot of skips. Yep, there a are lot. a good amount of skips. For, yeah, I, I did like not. I think it was nineteen songs, and for me, I counted eight skips.
0: That's that to me is not that good of an album. when right. somebody's put something out like that. That's so-
1: me personally, but the, but those things. But I'm like, look, we can get into a real conversation about hip hop because the people that I listen to are not artists. It's the same thing that we talked about when Naomi was up here with Kanye, and I felt like Naomi didn't have the same people in her library to sort of analyze music from because if people are telling me that this person's nice i'm like then who have you really listened to you well, know i, mean, I think saying? i think
0: that's fair i think that's fair to question for anybody when it comes in terms of their music listening right even if you take it out even if you are a big hip-hop fan it's, it's what else like, are you listening to outside of that because so much is influenced from sampling and other things so like what other genres of music you listen yeah, to it, what other forms of
1: songwriting you but you know to? you know what it's like it's like when people get on people my age and at times rightfully so, for thinking that LeBron's better than Michael Jordan, even though I am one of those people, but I understand what they're saying, like, oh, but you've never seen Jordan, you've never seen Oscar Robertson, you've never seen Will Chamberlain, you've never seen Bill Russell, so how could you say LeBron's better than all of them? Whereas those people, they probably haven't gone back on YouTube and actually watched game film and study it and whatever, whatever, whatever. By the way, I don't think LeBron is like way better or anything like that, but we don't have to get into that whole discussion because that is a whole separate other podcast that we will not do because I don't care about that debate remotely. But what I am saying is, <laughs> <laughs> that these people are questioning my generation in terms of who have you really studied, and that's where I am with the hip hop arguments. Because if you're saying that, for example, if Drake is one of the goats, I'm like, then who have you really listened to? Like, have you ever listened to Illmatic? Have you ever listened to Reasonable Doubt? You know what I mean? Like my, those kind of things. Well,
0: here's the thing: I'm gonna give one of my, I'm gonna give one of my
1: unpopular two artists, opinions. Nas and Jay Z, who we're gonna get to later. We'll on, get to also. that.
0: But one of my unpopular hip hop opinions probably has to do with what. People from my generation or older look at the new generation of uh, people in hip-hop right now, rappers. There's a lot of you know, back and forth between the—I the, hate saying old school— but the old school and the new school yeah. kind of back and forth, and people like, oh, this generation, they might mention certain people. I Personally, my, my take on it is that this new generation of rappers has actually done a better job of moving the genre forward than people actually give them credit for, right? And the reason I say that is because you have— uh, rappers who's been like Kendrick or Cole um, or Joey Badass, and I even will to some degree even add Drake in this as well too, who have talked about more diverse subject matter in songs than I've heard that maybe I got from back in the day. And these are artists I love like even a Jay or a Nas, right? Mm-hmm. I think it took Jay and Nas a lot more maturity to get to some of the subject matter years that I've heard maybe Kendrick or Cole. Touch in their youth. One of the things I like about where hip hop is right now, there's been more open talk about mental health. There's been more open talk about depression. I think domestic that's a, violence. I think
1: that's a gradual progression, though. Like responding to like the world, for example. Right? Yeah, but
0: also right, but because then,
1: then then we were in a different time. We were in a different time, and a lot of people within
0: that hip hop community, mostly even the African American community, were sometimes shunning some of these things, mm, not talking right. about these yeah. things. But now you to see younger men and women. Talking about these things, I think is very important, and I don't think that those artists necessarily get enough credit for that. You'll get a lot of older people being like, "Nah, it's not like it's not like this. I don't like this. It's not like this." Like, there's there was a dude I worked with, who he, if he hears this, he's gonna know what I'm talking about. It's a guy. I'm not gonna put his name out there like that, but I talk He's a he would call himself a hip hop head. Okay, but. We were talking one day, and I was talking about newer artists, if you should say, and I was asking him, Hattie, this is about two years ago, have you listened to Cole? He's like, nah. I, Kendrick. He's like, nah, I hate Kendrick's voice, which is fine if you yo, do that.
1: I, Yo, there are a couple other, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to use the word, old heads who have said that about Kendrick to me I, also.
0: But here's the thing, you, somebody's voice could be your preference, and that's fine. Yeah, you don't like Freddie but Gibbs' voice that, that much? Not that much, but I don't think that he can't rap. I would never right. say that. But... um his point was, and we were talking about, I was like, well, what have you listened to that's new? And he couldn't tell me that we went back to the last time he actually listened to a new album. And I believe this conversation happened in 2016 or 2017. And he had listened to a new hip hop album in its entirety since 2002. What the hell? What was the album? Godson. I don't even remember. like. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. He told me. I remember something around that time. It was one, I think it was like a lyricist lounge and something like oh, that. Of course. So he's very <laughs> that in, real shit.
1: <laughs> he's re- yo. He's very into woo, and, and and But that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the that's the other part of it. Is like, that's the other side of the spectrum where some of those dudes and women. Are ignorant to the newer stuff that comes out now like oh you know uh, eric bellinger isn't real r&b and, and kendrick lamar isn't real rap that is, sounds whack and he's talking about this yeah and, i don't like that because there are those out there you're boxing
0: well. that into the same and i think like i said i don't think people give this new generation i think there's things i don't like from the new generation for me to a degree but there's things let me all say this as somebody yeah. who's a product of what i consider the golden era or growing up in the 90s in early mid 90s listen to it hip-hop and some of the great albums that came out there hey everything was not great there was trash that was out there uh-huh. then too and there's things that were not great but there's this sort of romanticism that everything back in that era was great and i just think that's messed up and i think recently we've actually had a really good run and error in the genre and people just are not appreciating
1: that. it's the same thing with basketball it's the same thing with basketball where people you know love the free throw shooting contests that the knicks and the pacers had in the playoffs where games were like 73 to 69 with 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter and you know it was just a hack fest over and over and over again whereas today's game they think everybody's a coward just because there's more spacing and no hand checking and, and things like that even though this level of basketball is the highest that we've seen ever in terms of talent
0: yes yes it is. but see I, i'm a basketball lover and as much as i love night early 90s basketball and can still go back and appreciate that me too i can also still tell you that the talent has never been as good as it has been today in terms of roster depth in terms of multiple people and what they can do on the court it's just a high level of talent it's the same thing as genres and sports are supposed to be pushed so maybe in hip-hop maybe you might feel maybe you might feel that The quality of music isn't necessarily as good as it was then in terms of musicality. And I do think that probably could be true on the gap between the top-level artist and maybe your trash artist. Mm. I might say that
1: that's true. The the trash definitely gets out there more now, which is an issue. That's a a good point. I think the trash gets out there more. Because now it's very easy to get yourself out there. And I think the difference
0: is you have more... The difference of what I can at least att- attest to is I think back then there was a different level of hunger and respectability of coming in the game where now there's a lot of people just come in the game because they can because it does something for their image. I'm not necessarily sure mm-hmm. a lot of the people coming in necessarily love the game the same way. But what I will say is the people that do love the game in terms of rap and coming in that are younger and rose to the top, like I would say, I'll champion the Kendricks, the, um, the Coles. The Coles. I think they. You, it shows that they really love it. It shows in the quality of work and what they put into their bodies of work. And that shows. So I don't like when there's old, older heads of people like around my age who are like, oh, man, there's no good hip hop anymore. Man, right. shut up. That's yeah. not true.
1: And you could find them. Like, you can go out and find. They don't want you though. Yeah, that's the thing. But you can go out and find. And to the other people who only listen to the same artist over and over and over again, you could also go out and find these people. Yeah. Like Sky Zoo like Joel Ortiz, like other artists. But see, that's what,
0: I, that's what I champion and I like better about the game yeah, today. Yeah, it's sort that of that
1: could, gift and the curse it was of harder, today's era. It was
0: harder to find underground hip-hop 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It is not as hard to find it now. I talked about discovering through a, a, a friend's brother of mine who told me about Saba last year and yeah. finding out that album and really you, liking it.
1: Back then, you had to wait and see if 9's What You Want would show up on MTV Raps every six hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, now you could just go find it. Right, but I just that think, was an obscure reference. It was, but <laughs> I I just
0: think people don't. They, I think some people, shouldn't say people, people they don't necessarily want to put in the work. But I think if you love the genre, you still love that. Even as me, as you've gotten older, you're still gonna put in the work and try to find out what's good out there. All right, what what else what else for you is
1: unpopular? You're smiling at me because you want me to get to this Nas thing. So I'm just. Gonna I'm not saying I'm All not right. smiling <laughs> at you because of that.
0: I'm smiling at you because I thought you were gonna take me to, uh, to get that dinner, man.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, the, the the sixteen ounce ribeye. Yo, we we got to do that. We yeah. got to do that at some point. I want to do a podcast from there. I don't know if we while got eating the,
0: the sixteen ounce ribeye, <laughs>
1: talking about hip hop. I'm for that. Right. All right. Um, so you're nasty Yeah, yeah. I think I actually think his catalog is underrated, man. Like it's cra- it's <laughs> underrated. Crazy, I don't think well. I don't think it gets the respect that it deserves. Why? Because I feel like and people. I think I feel like people think that Jay Z's catalog is so much better. Where I'm like. There's not, there's at minimum a conversation there to be had as to whose catalog, but see, is see, actually better. I want to. I, wanna I say- think there should be a conversation. I'm not saying definitively that Nas's should be better. Well, I favor Nas a little bit in this equation. Wait, here's
0: but my, here's my thing. I think the. I think. Oh, this is what I see. I think the fans, depending on what side of the fence you're on, if you're a Jay Z guy or you're a Nas guy. Even if you're someone like me, who's a—they're my two favorite rappers. Ever, you know
1: I like both of them as but, well. But
0: but I slightly favor—I give Jay the, the edge in mm-hmm. the number one spot of all time. Somebody come at me for that. I feel like the folks who like Nas always seem to be a little bit more defensive. No, I agree about his
1: catalog. I agree with, and that. I find that
0: fascinating.
1: I agree with and maybe. That.
0: But okay, but okay. So you favor Nas, and you're agreeing that the folks are defensive. Why?
1: Yeah, but I think so. It has to do with. From what I've seen, it's sort of like just a regular underdog thing, man, where people feel like...
0: like We talking like the Mets fans have that complex around the Yankee fans people, and kind of
1: like pe- that. People feel like their guy doesn't get the respect amongst the big dog in this situation, even though he should, although it's not quite a Mets and Yankees comparison because... Right. I would argue that they're a lot closer in championships than 27 I, and 2. I, I,
0: I, but I, that that's not I that,
1: that's not an imperfect comparison, though, because it's sort of that same level, that same complex. And that, you know, diehard Nas fans, for example, I don't feel like they... I feel like they feel like Nas has never gotten that sort of respect, even though he should have. Like, Life is Good, for example, which we both acknowledge is a really, really good album. See, now if you want
0: to tell me that album didn't get the respect it deserves, I definitely agree with that.
1: But I think his catalog in general does, and that album is, like, the the keystone factor in that for me because life is good is an album that was really really underrated and around the time 444 came out mm-hmm. a lot of Nas fans were championing that album that album being life is good because they were like oh Nas was talking about a lot of these same things five years ago for me it doesn't have to be an either or comparison because i really like both of them a lot right. i do like Nas a little bit more obviously that's why i like both of them jay-z is one of the best ever Jay-Z is one of the top best ever making music, whatever. And for me, it's not so much a music thing with him because he's beyond, he's transcended that. And so I, is Nas. They're I, both I, successful I, businessmen now. Right, I agree with all that. Right. But with that, that's sort of where that complex from the diehard Nas side comes from because he's never gotten that respect. Life is good being the prime example of that because that was a really, really good album. I agree and with that. And it was very much under the radar. But here's
0: my pushback to that. My pushback to as if you're gonna champion that life is good, was this really, really good album that wasn't uh, that didn't get the respect it deserved. Which I do agree with that. To, mm-hmm. to, to actually wholly, I agree with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One of the things that I think hurts Nas when you're talking about his category uh, catalog, excuse me. Yeah, is he made Nostradamus? And anybody who knows me as a Nas fan knows I hate that album. Right. I think it's absolutely awful. Um, I do not listen to it. It does not exist uh, anywhere in my my music carrying.
1: They both have multiple duds in their catalog.
0: But see, here's the thing. Jay's had duds. I'm somebody who does not care for Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Uh, That's one of them. But here's the thing. If you took me on an island and all you gave me was Magna Carta, Holy Grail, or Nostradamus, (laughs) I'm taking Magna Carta, Holy Grail every time. That's how bad Nostradamus is for me. That's how much it is, like, no, like no, like I think. Nasty NASA <laughs> What oh, I, I think Nas Christ. would look back and say it's a misstep, and and I don't want to. Oh, he, I mean, come on, he look, said,
1: he said it in that song with Az. Nostradamus wasn't even one of my hardest. Right, right. I I don't. But think... that that whole, I feel like. But here's the thing with that too, and. I think Jay-Z deserves credit for this too because four 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 came after Magna Carta, holy grail. Now, it was much later in his career. But both those artists, there's room for growth. And with Nas, that was very early in his career and he was rushing. He put out two albums the same year after I, I don't it's remember supposed what,
0: to be a double album, but it wasn't
1: a double album. Right. And a lot of those songs ended up on the Lost Tapes, and that is one of his best projects. Agre- one that uh, one agreed. that one that you've called a classic. I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think artists, there is room to grow if they, in fact, grow. Like, with Nasir, for example, which is his other dud, um, that's one that I think we all don't really count that necessarily in terms of... I don't. Yeah, it's not Nas's, uh, Nas' album, done album. I like, said that repeatedly here. Well, like, here. even when you just said al- Nasir, I
0: was like, wait, what is that
1: again? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's already said that the real album's coming... I don't know when that's going to be, whatever. We've known that for a long time. We don't have to get into that. But that's not his real album, the Nasir joint. That's I don't just, really judge that. That's just part of Kanye's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you want to judge other albums that he's done, Distant Relatives is another one that- Fantastic. Yeah. And, Maybe one of the most underrated albums in the last 10 years. And people don't talk about that. People, I mean, and then you want to loop in the other things that Jay's done. There's the best of both worlds. I don't count those either. There's the best. No, I'm saying like right. if you do. Right, I'm then- not
0: somebody who counts those collaboration albums. Yeah, but if you're talking about solo,
1: but I don't want to turn. I really, I really don't want to turn this into a Nas and Jay Z thing. But I understand why it gets done because take over better than either the beef. <laughs> the beef. They'll always be linked to each other. And really, they're probably the only two artists who have really stood for this long as being. Because you've oh. see, you seen when Nas is Nas and he does what he did on Echo, Nas is still Nas. And when J is J, you've seen what he did on a lot of 444, J is still J. Like, I get it. They're going to be symbolically linked forever because of that. I feel like... But I feel like there is a discussion to be had in terms of Nas's catalog being underappreciated because if we go album for album, it's underappreciated. Uh, see, I don't I don't think it's I, I don't consider it
0: as close as you do. So maybe I don't see. I don't want to. compare. I don't want no, no, to. But I also don't think it's. Like I appreciate it. So maybe I maybe I'm looking for a perspective of like, oh, I'm somebody who loves Illmatic. I think it was written is really good. I think I am is really solid solid Sands about four songs.
1: Like like we, like when people okay, you mentioned Takeover, for example. This is gonna be a non Yeah, see
0: you thing. said you didn't want to go there, but you went there.
1: Yeah, but he, but here's the example that a lot of people use where uh, Jay Z says or oh, you had one what was the line? One album uh, every one album every ten year average. Which is wrong. Because it was written came out during that time, and I know you don't love it was written, but we were just talking about I am, and you like a lot of I am. I am is solid, one, and there are, Listen, you don't agree with this. Yes. I don't agree with this. There are a good amount of people who will tell you it was written is better than it'll matter. I don't, agree which get all, which yeah. gives you an idea of the kind of respect that it was written has at least gotten. I think it was written is really good. I but do. I, but I, don't, I don't think. It's, I don't think it's as good as life is good. I don't think I don't think it's as good as God's. I don't think it is either. You know what I mean? I, like, do. I But see, I I don't think, I it's, don't good think at- it's as good as uh, Illmatic, and I don't think it's as good as Stillmatic, and I don't. I, is it as good as The Lost Tapes? No. Probably not. No, that's what I'm saying. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's still. A, but that's what I'm saying, but here's All it, those albums ahead of it, but It Was Written as still a good, like a real good album. Here's the thing. It Was Written. This catalog some, is strong, man.
0: It's. I'm not never saying it's whack. What I'm saying is It Was Written. I no, say, I'm not telling you no, that. No, but, yeah. but I will say this. I know you know. I think It Was Written as a bit of an overrated album. Okay. I do think it's a bit of a overrated album because of the folks who try to elevate it to the level of Illmatic. And then the albums that you just mentioned are that I better. actually think are better. And I agree that are better than it. But I think, you know what I think it is? They're, and you were not, obviously, you were not, or you probably were just born. So you weren't really in there in that see, time. That, see, that's when, the thing. When too, it comes like, out. and wish, and, and I wish in, I wish, Being I in did. a moment, I think what it was, and I was still only about, it was written, probably came out when I was probably like 12, 13. So what I remember is. It was such a deviation from, and you could tell on sound. If somebody, the kids you listen out there, go listen to and go listen oh, to he, listen the, the Trackmasters. Yeah, yeah. The Trackmasters
1: like, the working with Dre. No, nothing sounded like "If I Rule the World" on NoMad.
0: Right. It, it's <laughs> it's a very different sound, and Nas was kind of more on this like you know he's on his Esco, it's like mafioso kind of flow. Yeah. And it was this different side of that people saw of Nas. I think really liked, but it's not. I didn't like it. I just didn't think it was. I don't know, the authenticism of Illmatic, the storytelling, the views that he was bringing on that, is just something I don't think anybody's really seen in hip-hop, maybe outside like Good Kid, Mad City. But this was just really good and refreshing. And I think people really love that the production—I will say that about it was written. The production is very different from Illmatic, almost in the way that—and I'll get to this album— Life After Death is very different from Ready to Die. Okay. However, I do think "Life After Death" is a better album than "Ready to Die." We're and that's one of my <laughs> one more minute. Hold on, but let's finish this
1: Nas thing. But yes. yeah, but and then the whole Nas has trash beats thing. It's one of those things where kind of like where... Ah, that was one of my points It's here. kind of like where TakeOver Ether, I feel like... I don't feel like a lot of people actually believe TakeOver is better than Ether. I do. I feel, No, I, I know that you do. I do. But I feel like a lot of people say things enough, and then other people just sort of latch on and start to believe that, right? So I think that with Nas's beats, a lot of people say that Nas has spit over trash beats, which we disagree there. There are a lot of beats that he spit on that are hard, but... A lot of people just said that enough and people just started to accept it. Sort of like, I mean, I feel like Jay-Z, that Jay-Z and Nas thing, again, it's going back to that again, but that sort of happened with that too, where a lot of people just started saying Jay-Z's better, Jay-Z's better, Jay-Z's better. And then I feel like other people just said or kept buying into that, where I feel like with other artists now, you start to see that where... People just continue to say things like, oh, Cardi B, album of the year, album of the year, album of the year. And then people just feed into that. Where there's, I'm like, no. I think people need to think for their goddamn selves. I like, do, that's really I, it. I do think there's a lot of
0: a <laughs> I want to bring it back to the, the Nas beats thing. Because I think, five you were also young at this time. So I think when I Am came out and Nostradamus, which I just roasted here on
1: this podcast. Right. But Come Get Me is a hard beat. That's the, the DJ Premier that's, one. Yes, it is. That's one of the two songs I'll probably listen to on there. <laughs> you oh, like Project Windows? No, didn't
0: care about that. <laughs> I, I don't mind a little You own Me off of Nostradamus. Oh, you Timbo me, did, did his thing there. You Own Me's And, and Primo did his thing there. Yeah. The beats on Nostradamus overall was so poor.
1: And it was, you could tell it was rushed. But if you look... If, but then how he came back from that needs to be commended If you also. look
0: at his career from... Illmatic to I Am, mm-hmm. and the production on those albums, right? And if you just go to I Am and look at the production of those albums, and you actually even include the production that didn't make some of I Am, Nostradamus, Lost and tapes. should have been on Stillmatic for the Lost Tapes, right? Yeah. The production of that is actually really good. Outside of Nostradamus, I could probably argue there was some production on Hip Hop Is Dead that I didn't care for. There's some production on um, Streets Disciple. Streets Disciple I didn't care for, just too long of an album. But has Jay Z? What I'll say is maybe has Jay Z been probably tighter with his projects, and probably overall been tighter with his choices on production because the probably has been a little bit tighter. Yes, that's a fair argument, and you could, and you could do that's also not that's also not take anybody out of the equation. Jay Z had duds on Blueprint 2, Okay, mm-hmm. that um, were and, not as great in, in production and, and, and albums and were too and long. Blueprint three, in my just, opinion, just just I actually liked the production a lot in Blueprint three, but there were some duds on there that I didn't like, like uh, Off That with Drake. Yes, oh. that's one. Um, the other, haters, I think Empire State of Mind is a overrated okay. song.
1: But that's just oh, that's a good take. I think i State of Mind It's an overrated song. Song. Is a really yeah. song. It's a very good song. It's it's great. But I think you know a now, lot.
0: It, here's the thing: is it overrated or did it get played out?
1: Okay, p- played out. That because that's fair. But I also don't think that which could be
0: why you kind of think it's overrated. Right? I mean, I, 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 yeah, I,
1: get... I think those things can go hand in. Yeah, hand Yeah, I do. I can understand that. Now you I was thinking what? about it more I'm like I can understand. Yeah, that. because it's like you know people just love Alicia Keys saying New York, and I feel like that's just that's the song that makes the hipsters think New York is New York. <laughs> Whereas if you're really from New York, New York State of Mind is really your joint.
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> I feel you. I it, Now, here's the thing. doesn't mean I can't like both. If you ask no, me, you absolutely can. If you can. ask me a song. I probably would have liked that song if they didn't play it so damn if much. If you ask me a song that I think represents New York, you play it. New York State of Mind is what's going to come first. Just yeah. the grittiness of it. I mean, we,
1: we, we were talking about this with Robin Lumberg, too, because he's a, he's a Jay-Z over Nas guy. Yep. But he also admitted that, look. The Jeopardy answer to what is the best hip hop album of all time? Nas probably has the best album of the two with Illmatic. But I also agree with that you know what Jay-Z. I mean, which is why we're comparing them without wanting to. But you got <laughs> but, but it's so it's such. But it, it, but it tells you sort of what it's like with Biggie and Tupac. It's very it's unavoidable. I, I, well, there we go. I want to get into something of that. Let's Biggie and Tupac comes into
0: that, Let's and I am on the side. And of- I would say
1: this: Jay Z did have like he had higher level of production throughout like the bulk of their runs he did work with better producers but i feel like as time went on like in life is good that's some of the best productions Nas ever had he also worked with no idea and like great producers for a lot of that i as agree
0: well. also so. would like to see i've said it before we'd like to see Nas get back to working with
1: primo we'd love to see that and we, yeah yeah exactly and like i want to wanna see... see that new album the real the new. real Nas, Nas album. album yeah i want to see that all right and address that Kalista. What's up,
0: listeners and supporters of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast? We need some help from you, and it won't take up too much of your time. As we grow, we always want to hear your feedback, so take a minute or two to fill out a short anonymous survey. The survey link is right in the episode notes for this podcast. It's easy and takes less than five minutes. As always, we thank you for your continued support. The POC biggie stuff that people always have, big debate you always have, especially people of my generation it always come up. I am a biggie guy. Got to represent Brooklyn all day. Okay. But here's my thing. And I have a, I have a good friend who's he's a big Pac guy. I think Pac's a bit overrated. Okay. I've thought this for quite some my, time. My, brother's, my, say, my he's brother's the same way. The, same way. The, <laughs> the reason I feel this way is not even a biggie versus Pac thing. It's just a purely... Here's what I would say about Tupac. I think Tupac has classic songs classic legendary songs that are going to be iconic probably till when i'm old and gray do you think he's a better song maker no you don't think so no okay i think there are songs he might have that you could argue are more iconic over he made great songs dear mom is a great song brendan's got a baby is a great song keep your head up is a great song these are great changes fantastic song i love changes right okay. these are these are great great songs Make that this us guy... the world right but my thing with it, I, I one time went and did this, and I went and did this against recently, and I was like, I'll go through Pac albums. I'm like, I just don't get into them all the way through. He doesn't have an album that just grabs me like that, that I feel a way about the great albums that I love. Okay. I, he just doesn't have that for me. And so I don't ever, he's not in my top five. But if somebody wants to put him in their top five, I'm not like, oh man, I'm mad at you.
1: He's one of those guys I can see people. A lot of people have connected him in some special way that you probably can't take away from them. So I get it. I, but see, that, that's, that's what standpoint. I. But
0: see, that's kind of goes to my point. I yeah. think it's always more about that with him. People liked, instead of his
1: actual ability. Yes. Okay. People
0: liked more the persona, how he transcended rap for a bit at that time. Was in movies. He was a big star, and people, if you're of that time or were a little younger, my age, you would know that. He did that. He kind of had that thug life persona. He had this thug side, but also this very intellectual soft side that I think spoke to a lot of people. And I get that. I think we see some of that in what you were talking about with, like, Cardi B today. People like things about her persona they just, yeah, yeah. that speak to that, And it transcends but,
1: the music. But, but the music is not... And
0: I think that's dope, but if we're just talking about... Not that it's bad, about, but... Right. But if we, and I think she's done a lot of good stuff that I actually like. Yeah. And But, like, I think when you just talk about, like in terms of, like, rapping ability and what I'm coming to hear, I'm not, this is no shade of Cardi B because I don't dislike Cardi B and right. I don't think she's trash by any Agreed. means. But I'm not like, I think there are actually better
1: but like women you, out there. You can't tell me Rhapsody's them. not better. You know what yeah. I mean? Because people, and I don't want to make this a, a woman thing only because is better than most of the dudes rapping right now. I agree with that. But Cardi B is usually championed as the best female artist out now where she's not better than because she's Because what we do with women a lot of yeah, times. It happens with men too, but she's we do. not better than Jean Grey. You know
0: what I'm saying? She's like, not better than No Name. She's not right. better. She's not even better. I don't think she's necessarily better than what I've heard from Chica, who we've championed on on this podcast already, who's the up-and-coming rapper. Right. Um, Sid... Right, you know, you you haven't you you don't hear this, so I I just think people like the persona more, and I just think when I look at body of work on well, the albums, I just don't see it.
1: And we'll we'll get back to the bigger thing real quick, but it just it just hit me um, when I interviewed Uriah Hall. this is so random, but when I interviewed yeah. Uriah Hall, he brought up Cardi B, and Uriah Hall, if you don't know, is a UFC fighter uh, who's actually from Jamaica, Queens, and Jamaica, the country. So he's from Jamaica by way of Jamaica. That's and dope. We were talking about um, Cardi B for some reason. And he said that look at Cardi B and the reason why people like her so much is because with her, a lot of people see what they can't be because she's just herself. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people now, because of social media, they can't be themselves. They're trying to uphold a persona on Twitter, on Instagram, on whatever these platforms are. And Cardi B sort of embodies something that they can't be because Cardi B just comes off as naturally Cardi B and whoever she is. And I think there's something commendable for her to be agreed. But people are glued to her because of that, because they're in a way living vicariously through her which is what people do with people now in the social media age. So it's more of an idealistic, is that a word? Yeah. Idealistic type of thing. Idealistic. Yeah, idealistic type of thing with Cardi B, whereas you know, when it comes to the actual music, that caused them to like the music more because they're into her so much as the person. I feel like I can sort of separate the two. I always, I'm a big yeah. Vince Staples fan. I love his interviews more than I love his music. I loved his music. I didn't really love his last album, FM, that much, but, you know, I, it's fine I could separate I, 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 You know what like, I mean
0: I mean there's artists I like I just don't get as deep Into artists personalities And their lives And stuff like that's just yeah. not me I mean,
1: If they're entertaining to me yeah, Like th- there are some That I follow on Instagram Like Freddie Gibbs is hilarious uh Michi's hilarious <laughs> Yes You know what I mean Like there are guys sending me Freddie Gibbs stuff Because <laughs> it's hilarious But like I don't dig into Too deep into it Because I know I know who I am yeah. You know what I mean Like I'm myself yeah, I, I, I do. I do think that
0: plays, person. and this is not me throwing shade. Alicia at least
1: Carr is another one. You know what yeah, I mean? I just random think, for you people out there. I just We're think big. People, Alicia Car fan.
0: I just think people elevate. I I don't know. People elevate some people to a, a different level. Um, that kind of you know, as you said. Jay and Nas always get brought up in these conversations. Big and Pac, Cardi and Nicki, it's gonna you be know, the same so, thing. So it's always gonna be the same thing. Lil
1: Kim and um,
0: Foxy, Foxy, was that? Well, well, women, it happens too much that so they just always have to pit two women against each other when it comes to rap, and we don't act like the women's rap game is more diverse than what it is. Uh, you have any other ones? Any other? Because you, you had the Nas, you have the Nas thing. You kind of, you kind of, anything else that you got in unpopular hip hop opinions? Did you finish the Biggie one? Well, yeah, well, I mean, I don't really have much say to say. I have something else to touch on with Biggie, but I'll get to that later. What, what, what is it? Big thing, we kind of talked about this in a podcast. Oh, wasn't we, the albums? It was. Oh, okay. That I think Life After yeah, Death. Yeah, I want to hear it. Well, this. two things. One, <laughs> I think Life After Death is the best produced hip hop album of all time.
1: You <laughs> really? Yes, oh, I, I did. didn't know you went to that conclusion. Oh, okay. yeah. Best I'm best. not even going to fight you on it because I will have to think about it. I think it's a best. I'm pretty sure I disagree, but. I'm not going to be like, I don't love that production. nothing. I be mean, fine. You can disagree. You just give me the album. That's the thing. I would have to sit and think yeah, okay, about it. I mean, I would, right. off the top of my head, I'd probably give you Illmatic, which is comparable. Ooh. You know what I mean? See, here's the thing
0: about what it hit. Let, let me go what I say. When you listen to Illmatic. Uh, oh,
1: oh, and also, um uh the Black Album, which is my favorite produced uh, Jay-Z album. More than the Blueprint. Yes. Interesting. I, lo- I like the production on that more. I do like the production on the
0: Black Album. I think it's very good, except for one song. Um, What's the one song? Justify my thug. Oh yeah. Don't care for the DJ Quick production yeah. on there. Yeah. Um I The thing is you about know, production. And Illmatic is by far. Some it's, people would say Ready to Die by the way. I'm sure a lot of people would say Ready to Die. <sighs> see the problem is Illmatic and Ready to Die. Ready to and Die more, a lot of the
1: beats are similar to one another.
0: The drums sound a lot the same. Yeah. The thing with Illmatic is you kind of get the two little productions better. You have one of my favorite songs of the world is Yours and The Illmatic. samples are more diverse. The samples though. are more diverse than Illmatic. Elmatic's mm-hmm. good but the thing what's great about Elmatic is when you listen to Elmatic you hear the sound of this time. You hear 94 New York. You can hear it. Elmatic should be put if they ever have a time capsule for the early 90s you should stick Elmatic <laughs> in that time capsule, dig it in the ground, open it up in 2124 and whatever it is and listen to it and you'll be like oh this is what New York sounded like at that time and mm-hmm. it would be perfect. Like that captures that. The thing I think about with Life After Death that I think is so good is just how musically diverse it is. Sound Some of the beats still sound like they can sound today. To some degree, Illmatic does sound, when I say this, I don't mean this in a negative way, dated. It totally encapsulates a certain period of time and sound, right? I I don't necessarily, I feel like the good thing about Life After Death is the sound is so varied in the musicality of it through a lot of hitman production and diddy and like we just saw what's beef that was sampled on uh meek mill's album and the violins in that song it's just it's very musically rich for a hip-hop album and diverse and i really like that in terms of the samples and i just think the production i still listen to the production i still listen to like notorious thugs and i'm like yo i love it notorious thugs knocks the pianos my my favorite
1: my victory doesn't count as a biggie song but those are my favorite uh, probably, that's a well, very well produced song That doesn't Yeah That's probably my favorite Biggie verses But my favorite Biggie song Is actually um, The last song on Life After Death You're Nobody, nobody Till somebody, somebody Kills, kills, kills you.
0: you I just think Life After Death For a double disc Nobody in hip hop is Listen to that song
1: disc. When you're walking home at night You'll get creeped out not, Nobody
0: I just think one Dude how many songs on Life After Death 24 Oh Jesus it's a double disc that I could literally listen all Sky's the way Sky's the to. limit. Very well Sky's produced. A, that's what I'm saying. The production on Life or Death is so good, man. It is, it is. It's so good. Like, you would listen to those beats without any lyrics.
1: It is. Uh, I'm not as high on the album as you are, but- Wow. But- I do like. that. I told you there are a bunch of songs that album I really like. I also like "Long Kiss Goodnight," which is right before you yeah, Nobody's and "Somebody it's, it's, Kills," it, it's, which is another one of my favorite Biggie beats. I would say. Yeah, I think so. I think life. I think "Life After Death" is fantastic. Then, I mean, it's you album. know, guys have great first albums. They get more of a budget, and then their second album. It was written "Life After Death." Has more diversified production, but I actually, but I actually think in this case, "Life After Death" second album a better album than, than, better album
0: than, than, than no, that. No, oh, it is better. than It was written. Okay. It's also better than "Ready to Die."
1: Okay. I also think that too. Okay. I'll probably piss off some older people than me, but whatever. I want to get into um, – see, t- this is really short because you have you have some interesting things that I want to get to involving Kendrick and Drake, so I want to get to that. Yeah, more. I do. You already got into the new generation one, which I do agree with, um, about them doing a better job than people give them credit for it. Yeah, they yeah, do. People don't. But I also think that, look – and Joe Budden touched on this on his podcast recently, mm-hmm. and I so agree with him. We don't have to care about everything that comes out. And this is my thing just in general, right? A lot of people drop music. Too many people drop music. And that's sort of the gift of the curse of the internet age now. It's like there's too much music. There's too many podcasts. So it's hard for you to sort of get on. But I feel like at the end of the day, if you're good, you're good. It'll shine through. Yeah, it'll shine through all the BS. I still believe that even in this age now. When we get into music now, I just don't think I have to care even though like yes, we're analyzing hip hop here on occasion and we do, you know, do some work in the music industry if you even want to push it that far, I don't have to care about Little Yachty's next album.
0: You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I don't have to care about uh um, like I don't, Wow, well, I was going to mention somebody that I probably shouldn't mention. But I don't have to care about every artist that comes out with something. Well, here's the thing. I happen
0: to agree with you, but you know you're going to get the pushback of people saying that, and this even goes to terms. And of then sports. I would
1: say, why don't you care about Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown's album?
0: But they, but they will because say. Because they're not mainstream, so to speak? Well, the thing is, look, here's the thing. let real. That, nobody, 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 no matter how immersed you are in something, no matter how much you work in something, we both do stuff in sports, you can't. Capture, am I watching every sport that's going on? Do I do? Did, did I know the score of the uh, uh, I don't know, some random La Liga soccer match that happened today? No, yeah, I don't. You can't know everything. So, even with music, people think that you need to be up on all the mainstream hip hop artists, all the things that are going on. So, it's like, yeah, I don't care about every mainstream hip hop. Like, it's
1: like that with sports too. It's like, honestly, like, look, I get it as a reporter should i want to be the first person that knows what the next second two-way player is going to be now that alan williams is back is in china making two million a year sure do i have to care no do i care what yes. does caring mean do like do i what do you mean what is caring yeah mean?
0: what like when people say like you, you have to care though like caring means that you showing a level of interest in it that you have to talk about it that no you so to... either whatever
1: yeah. like i don't have to care on the same level What I'm basically saying, right? Right. And some, and it's okay for some people to care about. There are transactions around the league, as even though I'm covering like the Nets, the NBA, whatever, there are some things draft picks. I'm covering the NBA draft. There are draft picks that happen. Look, I don't care, I don't give a shit, doesn't matter. Like, it's okay not to care. So, back to the music, which is not something I'm as immersed in. There are some projects that come out, I don't have to care about them. I can go through the list of albums that came out last year. Because there were so many damn albums and we were talking about this in twenty seventeen too. And there were a bunch of albums that came out. I mean, look, I didn't really care when Cardi B's album dropped, for example. I going back to that. Like I listened to it. Don't get me wrong. I to it, but that's cause... not something I'm gonna rush to.
0: I didn't rush, listen to it, but I listened to it because I was intrigued to see it.
1: Kodak Black, I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. Like <laughs> whatever. Uh, six nine. I definitely don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Jaden Smith. Although there are a couple songs that he's had that I don't like. I mean, that I like. I don't care. Birdman and Jacquees. Jacquees is another one. The, the whole king of r&b thing i don't care why do you people take jacquist seriously is it just because he's out here causing an uproar and you people can't take it upon yourselves to look away
0: i don't care because attention is the most valuable currency you have right
1: now yeah people like i don't be- trippy rat i don't give a fuck like what the hell like you know what i'm saying little peep didn't little peep die <laughs> don't, either, don't know if he did i'm sorry I just oh yeah he's the I one that know. he's the one that died but guess what when he was alive him and xxx it wasn't they're on my radar not, they're not my to be honest cup with you ugly god don't care I, I don't think i don't think here's the thing everybody can't
0: as i said everybody can't listen to every money bag him, uh, yo
1: don't give a fuck there's people i
0: don't <laughs> care to listen to you're to I censor listen those, to, by the way i will have to do that <laughs> There are people who I don't care to necessarily listen to, but it's just like you don't have to listen to everything. I do think there's certain things that come across where everybody might be talking about something in the mainstream where it's like, okay, you might have to check it out so you can be informed. You know, I think like Cardi B's album, was Cardi, like one B, of those tra- Cardi B transcends Sended that. You know that was what I mean? Cause she she
1: she's gotten to a certain point. Where it's like, I don't have to listen to it when it first comes out. I don't have to care enough to listen to it when it first comes out. But I'm going to get to it. And sometimes, I did get to
0: it. Sometimes it's also nice to not listen to things when it first comes out. Because oh, everybody's I, giving man. their think pieces and thoughts on it. That's maybe a weird thing for some people to understand. But for me, that's kind of a thing. Sometimes there are certain things people I want to rush and hear something when it comes out. But even when I do listen to when it comes out. Like if Kendrick drops an album tomorrow, I'm definitely listening to it when as as it comes out. 100%. But the thing is, I'm going to stay away from everybody's review. Because you know what it cares? You know what I it don't influences care about? you. I don't yeah, and I don't necessarily care what everybody else thinks about something, oh. which is the same thing with you can listen to this unpopular hip hop podcast.
1: I'm you not saying you gotta care about everything I say, yeah. and I actually don't care if you care or not. <laughs> like like me, Migos drop something tomorrow. You think I'm rushing over to that? Come on, bro. I'm
0: gonna take it a step further. You think I'm listening to that? Come on, bro. Right, Eminem. You think I? You, I, I don't listen to Eminem. Huh? I would listen to Eminem, not but, right away.
1: I listen to it because yeah, like, I, I, he's one of those other people that sort of transcends it. But man, when was the last time he put out a good project overall? Ooh, there's top a, there's to bottom. a there's an unpopular hip hop opinion. Oh yeah, the Eminem thing. You just, I, just did one without them. Yeah, I don't think he's had a, a, a good album since the Eminem show. I don't
0: think you're wrong. That's
1: 2002. I well, I did like Recovery. I didn't see that's I the did. thing. I thought, I I thought Recovery. Recovery was massively overrated. But I think
0: world. I could see you not liking the sound of Recovery. It was
1: I, corny. Can see. I don't think Cor- I don't think the music was that good. I think people just like it because he was off the drugs. I mean it helped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did it though? I think it did. I think he had better songwriting. I think it was he was clearer. I thought the rapping was good. I you think, know, like, so- his, I his, think verse Calip-
1: his verse on Caterpillar was dope. He has some songs on uh MMLP two, Marshall Mathers L P two that were pretty good. Man. I like Rap God. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, otherwise, I almost forget about. But it. but but yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that since right. the Eminem show, he's at Encore, he's at Relapse, he's at Recovery, he's I at MMLP two, he had Kill Shot, he had Reviv- not Killshot, uh, Revival, not Kill Shot, oh Revival, and uh, what Kamikaze. Was yeah, the whatever he's jumping out of a plane on that Kamikaze. one. Kamikaze. Yeah. So <laughs> the, 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 you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I I don't think I at don't straight rapping. He can probably out rap anybody ever outside of like Black Thought, and. You know, do but that. I but also, but I also feel like. But music making,
0: classic album wise, I think outside of Marshall Mathers LP, what's Eminem's
1: great album? Eminem show, I would say that's it. Great, great. I'll pull, I'll pull up the tracklist. But recovery, good. Cold wind call... blows. Talking to myself on fire. Man won't back down. Come recovery
0: on. Recovery was it? Recovery was not bad. White
1: trash party.
0: That was bad.
1: That's Come on.
0: I thought Recovery was like, I'd give it like a four
1: out of five. Not Afraid was all right. No Love with Lil Not Wayne. Not Afraid is a really good song. No, no Love with Lil that Wayne. That was a good song. That's a very good Lil Wayne verse. Cinderella, Seduction man. Really between good between that, though. spacebound 25 to Life, So Bad, Almost Famous. Love the Way You... I hate Love the Way You are Oh, that's a good song, man. I, and the, See, I can tell you do rapping don't, is also mad annoying. You don't like his...
0: You don't like when he's on those kind of poppy You want to talk about
1: voices? You want to talk about voices? Fam.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion that will probably piss off some people of my generation, and they may not necessarily like this, but I already have Kendrick Lamar as a top five rapper of all time. Yep, I said it. As does Peter Rosenberg. Yeah, and I know Peter- you know Peter Rosenberg has him as the best ever. I'm not going to go that far. Peter Rosenberg. I, oh, that doesn't mean I don't think Kendrick can Although get Although he's
1: on that path. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I know some people are going to say- get into it. Oh, it's too soon. People like to hold up and champion the people they have for a long period of time. Look, Jay and Nas are my guys. They're at the top of the mountain. They are. Right? and Because they're still doing it. They're my guys. They're right there. But nobody's come in and put out the, the two commercial release albums. This may not even count in Section 80. Good but, Kid, Man City. No, I count Section 80. No, no, I am. I'm just saying, I'm just saying people want to just talk about commercial releases. I'm they not got saying it. they gotta count Section i I'm not section saying it doesn't 80. matter.
1: Section 80 is fire.
0: I'm not saying it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. What I'm saying is people like to look a lot of times at commercial releases. So I can put them on the same level of playing field as everybody who came out with a commercial release. I'm yeah. saying let's start with Good Kid Man City. What I'm saying with that is that and Pepper Butterfly, and I know some people will say damn, although I do not think Damn is on the level of those two other albums. Those are two of the best albums to start a career if you want to talk about it. They are fantastic. I think Good Kid Man City is probably for, I won't speak for people of, of your generation or maybe even a little younger, but I will say that should be probably the Illmatic of their generation. Right. It has that same kind of impact. Right. It's that same kind of storytelling in the rapping, the artistry in it. It's really good. I think Kendrick is a skilled wordsmith, can change flows. I understand some people might not like his voice. I get all that. Mm-hmm. But- I think in terms of pure rapping right now, combined with the ability to song make, combined with the versatility to rap on almost any kind of record, I think he's already in an elite, elite, elite level agree. of rapper right now. And so for me, my guys, I got Jay, I got Nas, I got Big, I got Black
1: Thought and then
0: I got Kendrick.
1: I pretty much have the same ones except for Big. I don't have Big. I have somebody else and I have to think about who. And that's me. And and, and that doesn't mean But I, Big is still hot like but for me it just doesn't he just didn't get to put out like the body of work. I think so his first two were judge. so good
0: as well too and the impact and which I think matters too. I think I he has there. one of my
1: favorite flows ever. But
0: if somebody doesn't, I think his delivery is fantastic. But I think if people don't want to put him there, I understand that too. But I think Kendrick, I think some people say it's too soon, but I don't think it's too soon. Sometimes, so too- it, it, you know, I'm going to quote a hip hop line here. It doesn't take a whole day to recognize sunshine.
1: Doesn't take a whole day. That's common.
0: <laughs> right. Doesn't take a whole day to recognize. Greatness also underrated
1: there. catalog.
0: Yeah. Uh, Common's in my top ten, but that's a whole other story. Right. So yeah.
1: But with with Kendrick, there's two things with him. Kendrick. Kind of
0: bumped Common out of the top five for me, but that's he, all.
1: He's my. somebody who has greatly benefited, uh, from just this hype beast culture and social media thing. Who? Where' it's Kendrick. Okay. Where I people, where I feel like when he drops something, people do a little bit too much. With J. Cole, like, his fans, his fans also, much like Nas fans, very insecure, do a little bit too much, but that doesn't take away from how great, or it shouldn't take away from how great they, in no, fact, are. And with Kendrick, um, <laughs> it's very interesting because, like, I also have him as one of the best ever, but that will probably be easier coming from me because I'm, you know, younger and whatever. <sighs> but I think that he's somebody who, the reason why I appreciate him the most is because he is still he really hasn't gotten away from the sound that he wants to do, yep, and has still gotten the critical acclaim. like he's done it the way people dream about doing it, sort of like Jay Cole. he's done it the way that also people, people dream about doing it. Maybe yes. not as
0: much critical acclaim, but just the same way. Yes.
1: yeah, but with those two guys, and especially Kendrick, they've done it that way and have gotten to the point that they've gotten by still being themselves. Their sound has just evolved. Like, he has... Every project sounds different from the last. Section 80 doesn't really sound good like Good Kid Man City, which you said you think is his best project. I do. Yeah, I agree with you there. Although Section 80 is my favorite project, but that's more of a sentimental thing because that was just my soundtrack in my senior year of high school. So... But... Good Kid Mass is, is is, and to Butterfly. a Butterfly, a lot of people, if, if people want to say, if people want to say, if people want to say that that's better, that's fine, I would probably agree with you if I was black, but I am not, because, <laughs> because, no, but I say that because that album will resonate for me differently. I think it does, just in terms
0: of the jazz, the funk influences in it, Like I, like, I get that, and I think sonically or musically, if you probably ask me which one I like better, it would be that. But if you, when I'm talking about in terms of project, I take everything, the tightness of the story. I just think the storytelling in Good Kid Man City is just yeah. so good and it's just so vivid that I just think it's a fantastic piece of work. It, In a way, I keep saying that. It reminds me a lot. When I listened to that album, it took me back to being Ten years old, eleven years old, whatever listen it was. To listen, ilmatic, right? And unpacking the things as you go through it later, and understanding all the stuff. And I hope maybe somebody ten year old kid or eleven year old kid listened to it back in twenty twelve. Good Kid, Man City. That is, maybe they felt the same way because I felt like this was this modern ilmatic. I hope in the, so. I
1: hope so I was eighteen when Good Kid, Man City dropped, and I actually that's that's one of the last albums that I bought hard copy. Yeah. Like no, I a fit. That's one time. of the last physical. seats that year, life is good and Good Kid, M.A.D. City came out. Those were the best two albums that came out that year at me. And no, I agree. I and, agree with that. And then, um, I think there was one in 2013 that I really can't remember. It definitely wasn't Magna Carta Holy Grail <laughs> No, definitely was not that. When it came out that year, um, damn, I don't remember. But... I got to
0: think back about 2013. But no, I I, I really think he's one of the greats. Um,
1: was a I... free agent by Joel Ortiz. That was 2011. No.
0: I also will say, I think one of the last things I'll go before I go. I already said one on here. I said My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a very overrated album. Gerard, come at me. I already talked. We talked to Gerard about this podcast. Oh, Kanye. That. that was the other well,
1: one. Well, I mean, if you, if you really want to listen to the bulk of our Kanye discussion, you can go back and listen to episode 28. Not much has changed because we talked about it from there where I said that he has not made a dope record in eight years. And he is really like, yes, he produced a good album, a T's album, yes, but- that's producing i'm talking about him making it Being with an artist and yes everything and everything yes right life of pablo vastly overrated Charlemagne the god needs to stop
0: vastly first of all vastly overrated I, I, the people who think the album's good it's beyond me but that's all <laughs> i don't say i think it's good i don't I, like i don't say you could say that it's good but we have, i mean our producer of artwork matthew finesa loves that album i people tell me i don't understand what you're hearing matt matt's weird i matt's mean that's weird
1: no no matt's weird in terms of like he can like. I like a lot of stuff that he likes. That's but what I'm I saying. I don't like this. That's what I'm saying. It's like he has a lot of like you know Chief Rocker Lords of the Underground, some of that older stuff. But then some of the other stuff you play for, like Lewis, is weird in that way too. You know what I mean? Yo, they're
0: coming for you after this episode. When? Like, you call when? This weird. When are com- they coming back? I will send them they're to never to coming back. They're coming back. Send them
1: this clip. I will send them. This when clip. are you guys coming back? They're huh? Gonna,
0: you know what they're gonna do? You know what's gonna happen? They're slaving right now. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> what they're gonna do is. They you go. You're going to say they're not coming back, and they're going to walk through that door like Mike Scotto like Mike and, Pooch. and Pooch did, and yeah. but they're going to look like they're an Italian mob. That's the only difference. Yeah,
1: but they're not. the difference is they're, I don't have to worry about them whacking me. So yeah. See, we'll be, but you we'll be might be, be sleeping be. on them. Well, you actually, Matt's kind of Italian, right? Matt is Italian. Well, <laughs> Italian, yes. Because <laughs> uh, he's also Puerto Rican. Yeah. Well, but, but yeah, Con, Con, I think Kanye's catalog is overrated. So I, well, and I think a lot of people give him credit just because, I don't know, because he's- popular and whatever uh, yeah I do like I think I think he's I think he's one of those people like sort of like when Naza illmatic like your first album carries you to a certain level. See, I see. I don't. And think... a lot of people champion the College Dropout as one of the best albums ever. Even though I think that album's a little overrated, just because those. The skits, album is a little. Yeah, the skits, skits bring skits it are... down. It's a it's a
0: fantastic body of work. Yeah, no, agree. I don't get. Like, kind of misses the My mark. My boy Akeem's gonna kill me because has... he
1: loves Kanye's music. It music. has it's music. Classic.
0: <laughs> it has a classic feeling. I think if you look back at somebody says College Dropout's classic, I don't have a problem with that because of impact. Me either. And what it did for the soul sampling sound. So I understand that um but i do think kanye's first couple albums kind of missed the mark with the skits they kind of ruined the flow of the album i think jesus walks Ru- still might be my favorite song jesus walks is a fantastic song yeah. i want to ruins a strong word it hurts the flow of the album but i think kanye's first three albums in terms of what he put out and the body of work the subject matter he was touching on which is very influential on this generation that we have now 100
1: should, should be
0: given credit for although
1: it. i although like that's another thing is like i don't think we have to appreciate everybody's influence because not everyone's influence is a good thing. No, that is true. That's not to say that that applies to no, Kanye saying, yeah, musically, musically. But I'm saying like, you know, for certain people <laughs> for certain people that get credit for like being influential, a kick is a name that gets thrown around there a lot. For yeah, doing, you yeah, you doing make what? that face. Like, because like, you know, his sound and day and night and how popular he is and Travis Scott credits for getting some influence from him. Like there are some dudes oh, that yeah. I mean, I can see that there are some dudes that we don't necessarily need to credit for being influential. I love Steph Curry and what he's done for basketball. I don't love what he's actually done for basketball to some degree, because now everybody, all these kids, all these eight year olds want to shoot from 30 feet out. And I don't think that's necessarily I, good. For I, the game, but that's basketball.
0: a good that's a good example. I understand what you you're know what saying I mean. There?
1: Like Kef- Steph Curry is a great player. Love watching him until he pisses me off and does something corny. Uh, But (laughs) I'm partially joking there. But, you know... I don't have but to I understand love what, what he's you're doing. Like I some, don't have to love what he's doing in terms of revolutionizing the game some, fully. Because he has revolutionized the game. That doesn't mean it has to be a great thing. Just like the mama mentality. That's been very influential. And I don't have to like that shooting step back mid-range two-pointers has to be a good thing that Jason Tatum is doing now that is sacrificing from his development. I don't have to love that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's fair. And that's fine.
1: Yeah. My last thing
0: I'll do before we go because we got to go Um it will touch a lot of people have this argument that Drake is sort of the best rapper of this is this generation. I do not think so. No. I also do not think Drake is a horrible rapper. I think Drake is a very good rapper, but I think Drake has one flaw for me that puts him away from being in this level of greatness. I love that you're saying this and like I'm not because do.
1: I am not the biggest Drake fan. I
0: know, so we're different, but I actually enjoy listening to Drake's music and I actually I'm not saying I don't. You know what I'll say about Drake? Drake sometimes to me is a disappointing rapper. Drake's a disappointing mm-hmm. rapper to me because I think he's got fantastic rap ability. But I don't think that he's ever put together a good body. Let me let me Let me go back on that. I don't think he's ever put together a classic album. You can come at me, Drake fans but, who love take but care. But in
1: fairness to you,
0: you love the Five Nine. You're pretty
1: much saying the same I thing. Before he, did, he made the Book of Ryan. Ryan, yeah. And you so know this what? is
0: not, this is not Drake slander. I have a lot. There's other people I could bring up this about too, who I think are good rappers that maybe names. maybe necessarily didn't Cook didn't put the body of work. Um, you can put, yeah. Crooked
1: Eye's a phenomenal you rapper. You gotta
0: put Take Anybody Out of Slaughterhouse before Royce did. Not Joe Budden. B-b-b-
1: Not Joe Budden. Joe Budden's, Joe Budden's made great music. But what's his classic album? Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, I love, like,
0: if I had to say like, something, I, like, I move do- Music 2, but that's a mixtape.
1: Right. I was going to say, move Music, music 2 is one, and I do think that uh, All of Loss is great, but it's very depressing. Um.
0: Yes. Wait, is that the one I'm? I'm no. No. No.
1: No. No. You're right. Okay. That, that the, is really the replay good. value on that. You have to kind of be in that mood, and probably his are best you in that mood yet. Probably <laughs> right, and probably his best album was his last album, Rage in the Machine. Would I put that in classic territory? No. There are classic no. verses and songs. I'm no, not sure if not I put a that. Classic album. Maybe, maybe you look some. Some albums do take time. Like maybe I will look back in three years. And because he's doing a lot of these things now, I went tra- listened to album really Wait, recently, but, and it's but, like no. But let me see, he's doing a lot of things now that sort of transcend music. Maybe that album gets better off the strength of that. Mm, you see, I mean? don't
0: think it should influence. It should be a what the album. You're, is you're probably you listen, right. You shouldn't influence. You're that.
1: probably right, but I'm not sure because I I feel like what I'm saying is a lot of people are probably going to champion it in that way because of what he has done. Go back, listen to the I, body I, of work, and sort of appreciate that more because of the things that he is saying on that album as well. That uh, that kind of annoys me because you're,
0: like, I'm not going to go back and listen to some album hey, I, I think that was great. Or not saying there's albums I haven't gone back and listened to and it hasn't gotten better to me, but, like, for most part, see, I'm a believer in this. I think you people sometimes say, you can't say an album's classic instantly. Yes, you can. If I can know something's instantly trash, why can I also not know it's instantly classic? I can know that, too. That also doesn't mean that things can't grow on yeah, me. Like, I can watch
1: LeBron right away and tell you or, he's
0: probably the best basketball player I've ever seen. I don't see that, that, but I don't see it as a, I don't see it as crazy. I still take Jordan over LeBron, but that's the right. whole no, other no, argument. No. I'm take. I, that's why
1: I said probably. But
0: if somebody says that, I don't think it's necessarily crazy. Back to Drake. My thing with Drake is that people say he's the best, and I, I've had to argue with my cousin a bunch of times, and he thinks he's actually better than Kendrick, which he's ridiculous. So. Nah, bro. But he's popular. Drake makes really good popular songs. I also was disappointed in Drake because I thought the first part of Scorpion, the rap part of the album, was actually really good. Some of the best rapping he's put together as a collection of work is really good. Mm -hmm. I think Drake's a very talented introspective rapper. He really gets an introspection. When you looked at the work he did on So Far Gone, some of the subject matter he talks about, sometimes I want more of that, but sometimes the subject matter has become redundant. And that's what's kind of annoyed me sometimes in his body of work. So I think if he really wanted to make an introspective album and touch on different subjects he could do it and he could do it really good mm-hmm. and he gets really good production and he's actually a really good song maker he understands how to make a good hook can can mix and match his flows. He's really good at that. I know some people think his music is soft. I know some people think his music is too emo. I'm not one of those people. I think he's got the talent and diversity to do it. Now, do I think he's better than at rapping and making albums as Kendrick is, as Cole is, as Joey Badass is, as some of our other people? No, I don't think so. I don't think so because I think he is. I think he can. I think he's all the ability to do it. I just think that he kind of values more. Getting those hits out there And I don't yeah. know Drake So I don't say it But it seems that way Based on the way He releases his projects The length of his projects When you see him put out A double album like last time It's like Well if I can put in this many songs And I can get Five of them That'll stream like crazy Allegedly
1: he was trying To get out of a deal Apparently I kind of t- we don't I don't know. know
0: I don't know if that's And like- maybe it's one of the last things I is unpopular opinion One of the things I'm disappointed with Drake Because of what he's ascended to And I remember saying this at the time Talking to somebody I always was disappointed He didn't go the independent route Right I always was of because all the people. he had all the buzz, even more so than J. Cole and Kendrick when they came on the scene. He had a crazy buzz. So Far Gone is an excellent project. Yeah. Um, and he had all that buzz. Best I Ever Had blew up. And I was like, God, oh God, you
1: know, want to talk about songs you I got looked,
0: tired of? But you look back, Holy you look shit. back, and you're like, I don't see why he needed YCB I mean look, I hate
1: it successful. I hate that that's beat. a great song. I hate the beat. That's a great song. I hate that beat. Oh, this is unpopular. Oh, oh, I can't <laughs> stand that. Pro- I know you like the minimalist production, and I do sometimes too. But that one, no, oh, I like. My it. Jesus. But like lyrically, the concept of the song, what he's talking
0: about—that's see, that's the kind of Drake I like.
1: Nah, bro. I just want to be successful. Nah, bro. Nah, I like I like Nipsey Hustle's verse on "Killers." That was one of the early Drake songs that I really. liked. That's a good song. Anyway,
0: okay. Hopefully we didn't
1: piss too and, and many of you guys off. Drake, 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 I was very annoyed with Drake in high school just because that's what, like, Everybody annoyed with everybody. Everybody was throwing that, like, you know, listening to, I'm like, you guys are so unoriginal, just listening to the same thing over and how over. How do you know, you? how
0: do we know you weren't listening to the same thing over and over?
1: I wasn't, no, but I'm saying, like, the Maybe same you, thing as each other over and over oh, and over. everybody, and
0: everybody over. else, oh, everybody's a group just listening to the same you thing. You know what I was
1: listening to in 2009? I don't
0: know. I don't really care. What was I listening to in
1: 2009? <laughs>
0: Slaughterhouse. I was listening to a lot of Slaughterhouse in 2009. And nobody else in your school is probably listening to Slaughterhouse. No, no,
1: no. I have my crew. I have my clique.
0: Oh, so all of y'all together were listening to the same thing. So why can't the other crews listen to the same thing? Because everybody- No, <laughs> I you, just try to make this you real know messy. You're doing. <laughs> you're doing what I do. Because I drag stuff out.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, everybody was listening to the same thing. But my crew, we all listened to Slaughterhouse. Um, the freestyles and stuff, yeah. That made us right a little bit. And stuff like that oh, It it's a good time Can we see your book of rhymes? I have it somewhere Great that song I forgot something Oh yeah Great concept too I'm surprised No one's redone that Yeah it's a good concept Good production By Alchemist too Oh that's, that's one of his Best produced song, uh, yeah. Uh, albums Yeah Exc- Outside of Zone Out <laughs> <laughs> That's another story For another day
0: Alright well Yeah Listen We're going to do this again from time to time. We're going to zone out of episode 60. (laughs) We called it... Maybe we'll call this uh, Unpopular uh, Hip Hop Opinions Volume 1. We got to come back. There's so many more I can get into. I do think Brian brought up some great stuff. We're going to bring
1: back some guests, too.
0: To talk about this stuff, because this is good. We'll do this from time to time. If you guys like this, we'll talk about some more uh, popular or unpopular hip hop opinions. I think it's a good thing to revisit from time to time, every time to time. So we'll call this one Volume 1. We didn't zone out on this, but this is episode 60. And as we said, the numbers... uh, for us finding out players, are getting a little uh, bit less interesting.
1: I almost forgot, or we exciting. gotta pick a number for episode sixty. All right. Yeah. Uh Obviously, if you if you watch the artwork, you know how we pick, but you don't know how we pick because you don't know how we got here, which is why we put this part out. <laughs> I don't and know how. I got normally here. like to piss off decks with at least one of the names. I don't know if we got one here. I don't think we got one I here. I don't think you do. So uh, we'll see what happens. Sean O'Hara. The reason I put him here is because I don't think you're going to pick him, but I feel like you have some sort of connection with him. Yes, from my time working at the Giants, new Sean O'Hara. Good dude. Very good dude. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I would be disappointed to hear anything else. DeBrickishaw Ferguson. Great great guy. That's my pick. I'm just letting you
0: show I I right like – well, I like I like Shaw. Fantastic Jack.
1: You covered him too? Plenty of times, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Talked to him plenty of times. Good dude. Yeah. Yep. NFL during a different time. Uh, yep. Larry Grantham. Played for the, in the, for the Jets in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Scott Schoenweiss. Pitched for the Mets. Uh, was it wasn't Outfielder, that? I think. Yeah, outfielder. Oh, you know, I was, I was thinking about somebody else. Yeah, outfielder. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, we're not going with that. I thought that was going to be the one to piss you off, but it's okay. No. Dallas Keuchel.
0: Um, great pitcher. L- like him for the Astros. Think his beard is doing a
1: little bit too much. Um, I'm going to get there one day. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I keep teasing that I'm gonna just wolf it one This is this this right here what you see is pretty much as far as I'll go. That's a, that's like your a, standard winter. A little beard. bit, yeah, and then uh, and then it's like I gotta trim it down. I heard my barber's coming back from DR. I heard he's coming back this month. I gotta figure that uh, out. It's fixed,
0: Yo, speaking of beard, this is gonna be for another episode, but I'm gonna show you something when we're done with this podcast about somebody's beard. And I want you to tell me if you think it like looks fake or not. But We'll get to this. It's something oh, different. We'll get to
1: this. I am a beard expert. We'll now. go. We'll go. To, we'll I'm get good th- on. I'm this... good on beards and I'm good on perms. This now. is going
0: to be. You're good on perms. Okay, <laughs> that's definitely for another episode.
1: Yep. Keep going. Let's go next. Otto Graham. And no offense that's if you're awesome. wearing a perm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jose Theodore, hockey player. Yeah. Wow. Well, yes. That's right. Max Hunger. Unger, offensive of lineman, Seahawks. Kemba Walker and Clay Thompson. Why they had famous sixty-point games. games. Yes. Clay Thompson's was with 14 threes. And Kemba Walker's was a career high that he had in a loss to Philly. And I figured because the pool is obviously trash, all things considered. No disrespect to the guys here. They're good, but there's not much else. Not much. Had to beef it up with a little bit. And then you got some guys who uh, we're not going to mention that. Forget it. <laughs> I'm not for those those September call-ups and, and baseball. I'm just not going to be for that. I'm
0: going with the and Ferguson. Ferguson. I am uh, too. Liked him, always liked covering with the Jets. Very intel uh intellectual guy. Uh also New Yorker from Hempstead. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, really good dude. Love covering with the Jets, always has some good stuff to say. Fantastic Jets, uh offensive lineman. Probably will be in the Hall of Fame. Definitely will be in the Jets Ring of Fame. Ring um,
1: of Honor.
0: Yeah, Ring of Honor. Excuse me. that's the Ring of Fame. <laughs> Ring of Honor. Um because yeah, you have the Ring of Fame, it kinda devalues the Hall of Fame. Whatever. Um so yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be there. All right, number sixty the Brickershaw Ferguson. The Shaw Ferguson. One of the
1: best offense. and I still think that the Jets it will, obviously it's been proven, but the Jets made the right move that year in going offensive line, offensive line, as opposed to drafting Vince Young, Jay Cutler, and uh who's Matt Matt Liner. A lot I want, of Jeff fans wanted, wanted Liner. A lot of Jeff fans part. wanted Matt I Liner. I, I remember, won. look, I was young, whatever, but I remember saying, like, I remember being happy with them getting an the offensive lineman who was actually supposed to be picked, I think, second, but then Mario Williams being the first, first, first. overall pick screwed with everybody's heads. <laughs> yep. Then Reggie Bush was second. Then Vince Young was third, and I had a Vince Young jersey at one point, so that was a mistake. Well, yeah. There's worse things you could have been
0: wearing. All right, well, that's it for episode 60 of the Ain't Hartel <laughs> well, podcast. That's,
1: that's, that's probably the worst one I've had. I'm trying to think of the jerseys I've could had. Be, could Sprewell, be. Jason Kidd, Allen Houston, Ray Here Allen. Here we go. And, w- and
0: what video games were you playing at this time as well, too? All oh. of them. Oh, God. All right. That's- <laughs> I had the Madden
1: cover that Vince Young was on the cover on.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh Lord. And Vince
1: Young, Yo, Vince Young was a pro
0: bowler, bro. I know. That's crazy. I know. All right, well, episode sixty A Hotel podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you think about uh, our unpopular hip hop opinions. What are some of your or don't because I don't have to care <laughs> or, or Brian won't care, but you can tweet that at us <clears throat> and, and let us know. Once again, thanks everybody for all their support. That's it. Again, episode sixty A Hotel podcast from the Gotham Podcast Studios. He's Brian Fonseca. I'm Dex Henry. Until next time, y'all. Peace sixty.